So, good morning. It is a Thursday, and today Rhonda and I are going to talk about what we just called an SOS, um, kind of, you know, like save our ship, um, asking for help even when you feel like you should be able to do everything by yourself, and even when it's tough to, uh, I guess, swallow your pride and ask for help. Right, so that we exactly. don't sink, right? So it's kind of like the theme of save our ship so you don't sink, right? Yes. That's sending out an SOS. So um, I guess I'll uh, just let you, um, do you want to start kind of going through our notes and just spiking the conversation? Yeah, I mean, I think it's important to talk about because it almost seems like we don't talk about asking for help that often with certain things. Like, it's important to ask for help especially if you're feeling depressed and you know there's so much really hard times happening right now you know and yeah maybe it's hard to ask for help because it's the unprecedented uh, unprecedented times that we're in yeah uh so it's all new territory for this year but i think it's important to realize that you can like it's okay to ask for help and something i think is really interesting i'm just gonna lead with this um from, from the book that I'm reading, High Performance Habits by Ben and Burchard. Um, you guys have heard me mention him a couple times. It's about, it's smack halfway through the book. Oh my gosh, he says, many, so people are just scared to ask for what they want, you know, or ask yeah. for help. It's kind of like interchangeable in this scenario. But yeah. it's like, he, he found that um, by someone else's research that uh, the likelihood of a positive response is so much higher than we actually expect and that most people are, you know, willing to help you and they would be right. thrilled to help you. I don't know, I'm sure you've been asked for help and it feels good to be asked for help when you're able to help, you know? Right. So there's there's like, yeah. a, like a, a benefit for both parties, which yeah. is important to remember. Like, you may feel like the world is crushing you, but if you ask for help, someone may... I do want to help you, and yes, I can help you, and it'll feel good for me, too. Right. So it's important yeah. to remember it's, it's a two-way street in, in a lot of cases, or most cases, I should say. But yeah. he just says that, you know, both parties get something out of it. And um, if you have the book, High Performance Habits, it's on page 223. People tend to say yes over three times as often as people thought they would. Wow, would've. three times. So, yeah, that's huge. If you think about it, every time that you thought about asking for help and didn't, you could have gotten helped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And people would have been stoked to be able to help you. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's so important to remember that. And I just think, yeah, do you want to get into the questions now? Yeah, I guess, yeah, that's a perfect segue into, like, our first question that we came up with when we started talking about this is why is it so hard to ask for help? Um, and kind of to piggyback on that is is it a challenge to just admit your feelings admitting that you need help um which I guess I will share the first probably four years of my marriage I would not ask for help at all and at all so I lived in constant not constant but pretty consistent I guess turmoil because I felt like I had to do everything and it was worse um on our first PCS move because I had to quit my job to move to a different state and so for a while like maybe two months I was out of work and um I felt like it since because I wasn't working I had to do everything the laundry the cleaning the cooking the grocery shopping the doctor's appointments the you know everything I had 
it was my responsibility because I wasn't working. And sure, yeah, you know, but also that's kind of bullshit um, expectation to put on yourself. But I held all that in. Like, I had to do it. And it only caused frustration and arguments and, like, almost resentment. Because it was like, all I had to do was stop and be like, can you please help me? Even though you, you're working full time and I'm not currently right now. I mean, it's still, I don't know, I think it's still okay to ask for help, even if we aren't working as much as our spouse or our roommate or whatever. Um, yeah. So. And I think yeah. that the other party, the other person, if that's what I mean by other party, you know, might even be thinking like, gosh, I, they seem like they've got it all covered, but sometimes I just can't tell if mm-hmm. he or she is you know, if they need help, so I just won't ask, and maybe they'll just ask when they need it, you know, like, right, you don't want to mind reader, and then kind of offend someone, like, no, I've got it, you know, you just never know how people are feeling, so you have to take it, you have to, like, advocate for yourself in that sense, Uh, which is hard to do, that's a hard step to take, it's it's hard to ask for help, because like you said, it's almost like swallowing your pride, even though when you ask for help, you're more than likely going to get the help that you Right, and we weren't, like, designed to just do everything and run on, like, full blast all the time forever. Like, we weren't designed to do that. So, um, yeah. I guess that kind of goes into the next question, which is why do we wait till we are about to explode or we do explode? Right, and then we feel silly because the other person or whoever is around us was like, I could have helped you this whole time. Why didn't you just ask? like well (laughs) really (laughs) there's no good yeah really there's no good reason (laughs) exactly (laughs) yeah oh my gosh wraps back into the first place so it's more it's like this will tie into our habits I think from last week um and really everything that we talked about the last what months Mm -hmm. um all kind of is a stacking and building onto each other like if you practice these well-being um habits and, and, and daily things, then it'll be easier to have the yeah. habit of asking for help. That could be a habit developed. Like yeah, once totally. you get to it, like a trigger point in your head where you're just like overwhelmed or about to be about right. to explode, you can be yeah. like, Oh wait a second. There's yeah. a really, really good chance I can get help with this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I guess bringing awareness to your own yourself and your body and your mental states and stuff to know when you're getting to that point of like oh I'm being stretched too thin I'm about to explode <laughs> like what are the warning yes. warning signs um I just thought of a like a physical uh example of this when you have a spotter like when you're benching I don't know the word for me as best I was taught to say is help like when you need it when you like can't push it and you're like okay help and then they come in you know right. come in clutch <laughs> <laughs> they come in clutch <laughs> Right. Yeah. That's a good way to think about it um, uh, mentally. Yeah. And then that's an awesome example because think about what happens if you don't ask for help and you literally can't push the weight up. It falls back on you and shit hits the fan or shit hits the floor, I should say. (laughs) All the weights come (laughs) crashing down. Um, That's a really good example. So I guess let's maybe mention, like, for each of us, what is a an indicator that we are approaching a boiling point or approaching 
the top uh, where we need to just kind of get some help. Okay, well for me, I probably should ask for help a lot sooner. Um, I'm gonna do another example of physical uh, to, to, to like have the metaphor or whatever it's called yeah. for this because I'm always telling the doctor like, oh man, you know, I went through a lot of stuff a couple months ago and um, I wasn't taking like an aid or a medication until it was like really, really bad. And then the nurse is like, um, okay, how would you take it when you're at like a pain level three instead of a seven or eight? And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I've never thought about it that way. So, yeah. You know, get ahead of the, what's that? Get ahead of the curve? Or, yeah, get ahead. Of, well, you know getting ahead of the pain. Yeah, getting ahead of it. Get ahead of the pain. And, yeah. And before it gets so bad that you can't handle it. Right. Um, and that's something that uh, I've obviously been struggling with. So I think uh, a trigger for me or like an indicator uh, unfortunately is when I'm like about to have maybe a, like a minor panic attack or something like that sounds pretty extreme but I really do have a hard time asking for help and um with certain things you know I, I don't get exactly the help that I need but yeah. it's still important to ask because then maybe you can think of a different way to ask of it if something is like a, a tender tender territory I don't know why yeah. that phrase came to mind but tender. it's something, a hard topic for you talk about or mm-hmm. to ask for help on maybe there's some ways that you can explore um that conversation you know yeah. because it could be really hard to just talk about whether it be your kids or pets or whatever yeah <laughs> you just <laughs> have to try <laughs> right yes um you, can you tell me yours because i've probably just blabbered and i have no idea no i something for me um is as soon as I start feeling frustrated, especially frustrated at petty things, I that's that's my moment of okay, I need to check myself and what's going yeah. on. Like, is this PMS, or is am I trying to do way too much? Um, sometimes it's both. Like right now, but that's okay. <laughs> but that's my point. Um, that's my point of like, oh, okay, um, I'm really frustrated. Like something as simple as. Um, your kid leaves their dirty dish like on the counter and not put it in the sink and you get like frustrated about that it's like okay well why does that matter what's the real issue and it's like oh the real issue is they're not doing helping me by doing their chores and I'm having to clean up more blah 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 and it's like a domino effect of stuff so that's hilarious that you say that I have the perfect uh piggyback to that <laughs> yeah <laughs> gosh. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. So let's, 
go into our third question that we have here, which is why do we put the pressure and expectations on ourselves? Like, why do we feel like, like I said, when our first move and I was currently, you know, not working, searching for work, but, you know, not working and felt like I had to do everything. And why, why, <laughs> why do we do that to ourselves? Um, well, I don't really have the answer to that. I, um, it's kind of a lingering question, like, why am I expecting myself to do all these things when, you know, I don't need to, you know? Um, yes. The first thought that came to my head was, like, a cultural, societal thing. Yeah. Okay. I think, especially in our Good point. Okay. You know what I mean? That's the first thing I thought of, and... You know what? um, I totally, I totally have my answer now, but go ahead. Okay, yeah, no, no, that's really all I was going to bring up. <laughs> no, I'm so glad you did because I, like, I guess I had a brain fart and, like, forgot what I wanted to say, which is, um, why do I put the expectation on myself? Because I'm a woman, and women are typically the housewife that does all the things and that takes care of the kids, and growing up, I saw that, um, and shout out to my mom for being a badass, because she not only worked full-time, but she took care of my brother and I, and from what I remember, which is, I have a really good memory from childhood, it seems like, but she never, ever asked for help from my dad, and my dad never helped out. He never came on family trips with us, like, he wasn't a part of the family in that sense, like, if you know, um, so it was always my mom taking care of my brother and I doing everything. And I never once saw her complain at all. And then now that I've grown up, I feel like after seeing that, and she always had dinner on the table by a certain time and, you know, lunch at a certain time on the weekends and breakfast and all those things. And she did the cleaning and all the laundry. And even when my brother and I were old enough to have chores to do, like she never really enforced them. She just, she, but we were always taken care of, like she always did stuff and she never complained. So when I became a wife, part of me, because that's what I grew up seeing, thought like that's my role. Like regardless of whether I'm working or not working, I need to do all these things. But the difference for me is I complained about it, and I was like, "This is bullshit!" And why do I have to do all this? And why am I the one do that only does the laundry and you know all this stuff, which was not the right way to go about it. <laughs> Instead of just asking for help, and part of that for me, I guess, was to get over um, since I never saw my mom ask for help. I didn't think that that was something that you did. You just kind of suffer. And she suffered in silence, but I suffered out loud, which I don't think really made it any any better. Um, so like I said, that was like the first four years of my marriage. Um, and I've been married now just over nine years, and it's much different now, like so much different. Like roles are there, and like there's a balance to the skills, and you can almost see um, between Jason and I, like he knows when to pick up my tasks because I'm starting to get to my boiling point and I the same with him and we can tell just by each other's energy from at the end of the day like okay I'm gonna help you out like why don't you go sit down and I'll take care of the kids or whatever so yes oh my goodness I've got a great example um especially for marriage for myself also yeah um oh my goodness the first uh so we've been married oh man (laughs) four years Three years. Three and a half? Uh, oh, 2017? So three. Three and a half okay. years. Yes. Wait, what? Anyways, okay. 
know my anniversary. Um, <laughs> the first like year and a half or two years of my marriage, um, I wouldn't let Rob do the laundry because I was so picky and specific oh, about it. Like yes. he did do it a couple times. <laughs> this is a perfect example. So good. I, I just got it's so good. mad because like he didn't take he didn't know to take out my delicate uh, leggings that can't go through the dryer. You or know? put the or whites whatever. in with the darks. safe than sorry <laughs> doing it you know regardless yeah. even though it, it could have gone through sorry my face is like yeah. itching today no that's um, okay anyways that's just like so funny to me because I finally I asked for help in in a way that suited me <laughs> right yeah and that's like oh my gosh that kind of reminds me of let's see it's in here um number three on after the questions it's having grace um, yeah. and we all can't do everything all the time. Sometimes we need help, but what I think about now, especially because I always feel like my way or the highway, like the way I load the dishwasher is the best way, the way I fold the laundry is the best way, but <laughs> there's a thousand and one ways to do every one thing or a million ways to do one thing. And doesn't mean it's, yeah. you know, my way is not necessarily the right way. It's a way, right? And there's no right or wrong if there's ways. So I try to like reduce my own stress when I do ask for help. Um, is it more important that the person helping me is doing it the way I would do it so that I'm not frustrated about it? Or is it more important to just be like thankful for the help and just leave the room and let them handle it? And doesn't matter how their way, just it's getting done and I didn't have to do it. So like what's more important, right? Right, yes. <laughs> That's been, it's been huge for me because I think, um, and maybe just as my own personality or being a military spouse, like we have, we lose so much control over our life, like with all these moves and crazy things that come up that it's like the one thing I can control that like I try to pick things that I can control. And part of like asking for help is at least for me in the past was wanting to control the help. And it's like, why are you micromanaging? Like, yes. if you need the help, just let them do it and shut up. Like, so. Right? The, like, the chances of you causing a disaster by letting them do it their way are very slim. <laughs> Plans right. are not going down because <laughs> you let them do it the way they do. Exactly. And that's been like, oh, man, it's so huge, especially with kids. And, like, last night... So one of, here's my example, is I cook dinner, I cook meals, I cook all of the meals. And sometimes I'm, there's times where I'm cooking four meals for dinner, four different meals, and it's been crazy. So I try to do one meal at dinner, and if they don't like it, then screw it. Um, but 
you know, that's six days a week. I did one day off that I don't do any of the cooking and it was still too much. So I asked my daughter who's 13, it's like, okay, on Wednesdays, you are cooking dinner for you and your brother. You have all week to think about it, put stuff on the grocery list and I'll get the groceries and you just, you handled the dinner. So last night was their night and they decided they wanted to make pizza. And then my son, he's five, he wanted to help. So um, they both made their pizza. And even though I was there and kind of got them started, they took off with it. And there's so many times I wanted to like, well, oh, you dropped the cheese, you dropped the cheese. But it was like, you know what? Mm, they're gonna do it and it's fine. Like, this is having fun. And like, this is how people learn, you know? So, I yeah. love that. Yes, and like I was telling you, Marco Polo, whenever you told me that you were starting that, like, it's gonna help all of you. Because yes, so this much. Is one of my notes is like, it lightens the load for one person and, cre- and like increases your productivity, but it also helps all the other parties, you know? Yes. Like, they're oh my gosh. learning, they're, wor- where they're working together, like, having their sibling um, uh, connection. Right. What am I trying to say? Anyways, closer <laughs> bonding so time, kind to- of. Yeah. <laughs> you get to watch them grow. And um, it's just, it's really, it's like precious all around. Everybody's getting the help they need and right. like the benefits out of it. Yeah. I love that. Totally. It's so cool Thank you started doing that. Yeah, it's been, it, well, I mean, last week was, this week was the first week. So it was cool. And it was nice because then they had some leftovers. And so for lunch to eat today, I don't have to worry about lunch it's like, so awesome. like domino day. yes it's so awesome oh my gosh <laughs> man awesome yeah um oh yeah so i kind of briefly touched on this at the beginning but um i wrote down to like think of a time that a family member or a friend asked Whoa. you for help oh hello i was like touching the thing <laughs> and it like <laughs> oh wow That's crazy. I like it. Um, like thinking of a time when a friend or family member asked you for help and how it made you feel. If you can think about yes. that and like how it felt to, to kind of like give back to someone or help someone that you love and cared about. Yeah. Um, if it made you feel wanted or needed or just helpful in general and that just makes you feel good. Just think about that or, or try to think like harness that feeling so yeah. that you can give it to someone else by asking them for help. Right. That's awesome because if you think about helping someone, I mean, do you ever regret helping someone if you could? I mean, I'm sure there's times where, like, I I felt almost used, um, which I'm sure you could be, like, mad that you wasted your time or whatever. But for the most part, like, if someone asks me for help or I do something out of love and just trying to support someone else, I never feel bad about it. If anything, you're right. It makes me feel better and like more, I guess, productive for myself, you know? Yeah, exactly. It only like lightens everything more, just like you said. Right. Yeah. And then another spin I have for this is maybe not, um, it's just like a more specific realm, uh, especially for my lifestyle and life and everything is like help in the realm of creativity mm-hmm. and um I have, I've got all these big goals and ambitions and you can set this towards whatever genre of hobby and love that you have in life mm-hmm. um for whoever's listening you know I've got these huge ambitious like really ambitious goals <laughs> really and, ambitious. <laughs> and I just want to like make this full-on 
caption or something and I'm like yes. brainstorming and thinking it all out and I'll write it all out and then I realize like there is zero chance of me getting this done by myself <laughs> so that's kind of a, a more specific way to think about it like I could oh I love what I wrote I have a lot of ideas and they'll likely stay in the idea graveyard unless I loosen up and lay out what I can do for myself realistically right. um at this at this point in my like my skill level yeah. Um, and then, you know, embrace the fact that I do need help and reach right. out to someone, someone that needs, yeah. Set, whether it be like on Fiverr for creative, whatever, uh, production and, or, or like a friend or someone or like reaching out in a Facebook community or something. Right. So I just thought that was interesting. I don't know if you have an example you would want to talk about in the fitness realm or something. In the fitness perhaps. realm? Well, like, um, I've always had... I mean, mentors, I think it's like super important. Um, and then they were instructors when I went to college that I still talk to. And, um, sometimes when I go through like rough patches, I always, I reach out to them and it's helpful to have that, that connection. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like a mentor or another professional in the industry. Um, but it has helped me because there's times where you go through hard things and a lot of times these other people have as well so being able to talk to someone that's gone through it helps me um but uh just with like creativity wise it's been helpful like just having your friendship because in a lot of ways my weaknesses are your strengths and that's super helpful because I just couldn't do some of the things that you can, which is super awesome to have that collaboration almost. Um, so I think that's important in, in, um, in friends and coworkers and just, again, like I, we've talked about this before, but like just not comparing, like just it's, you're helping someone and by asking for help, you're not like taking away your own individuality or success or worthiness by getting help from someone who's maybe a little bit more experienced at something than you. Right. If anything, you're getting stronger. Like, stronger, yeah. With, with that alliance. Yes, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay, so we're getting a little bit short on time, but is there anything else we want to hit on? And then I know you said that you had a question of the day, which... Yes, I do have a question of the day. I think we hit everything, did don't we? you? I think so. Um, the only thing we didn't really, like, talk about, or at least I didn't say it exactly, was to delegate tasks when possible. Uh-huh. Delegate them out, yep. which I kind of, like, that's what I meant by having my daughter cook dinner um, for yes. my kids on Wednesdays, and then, um, but, like, delegate, you know? Like, right don't debate, delegate, like, don't fight over it, just, you know, yes, yeah, lovely. and then I think the next one, too, I didn't even see this one, to use the support that you have available, yeah, um, if someone offers to help you, or they see that they could help you with something, and they offer it, and you didn't even, maybe you didn't even consider asking for help with something, but right. someone offers it, Take, it. take that opportunity mold it around a little bit how could this person help me and, and what could this alliance bring to what I'm doing right now and we get you know potentially yeah. grow together yeah in that way so yeah totally yeah taking help I mean why like 
I guess for me, if someone asks for help, um, it's like they wouldn't not, or if someone offers help, I should say, they wouldn't like just offer help because they don't really mean to help me. Like right. they're not going to waste their time. So if someone's offering to help, like you said, I mean, three t- more than three times, they actually want to help you, you know? <laughs> so take it. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned that he goes into detail more in the book about, you know, if someone um, didn't want to help you, they would say no when you ask, and you don't have to ask them ever again. And if they right. like you, they're, they're probably going to help you. <laughs> right. So, yeah. <laughs> little facts to remember. Yeah. Like, I need help. <laughs> Totally. <sighs> yeah. All right. Okay, so are you ready for this question? I think so. I think all so. Right. Does it really pertain at all to what we just talked about? But That's okay. <laughs> it was supposed to be from like three weeks ago. Um, oh, is this the one that you couldn't remember? Right. Or, this is yeah. the one I couldn't remember okay. until this week. And oh, kept, boy. I just finally wrote it down last night. Have you ever, talk, 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 accepted a food item from someone just to be nice? not actually eaten it or thrown it away or given it to someone else yeah <laughs> quite often <laughs> dish it dish it out oh gosh <laughs> man um okay well holidays is a really good example because yeah. and, and I'm, I'm guilty as charged because I love to bake and I love baking for people that's one of the ways I show my love and before yeah. I really dove into creating healthier recipes of my favorite decadent desserts um, I would cook like full like cheesecake factory style cheesecakes and that's what people got for Christmas they got to pick and I had like a list of flavors and then they would pick and I would make them so I know right Um, but when people like around the holidays give me like sometimes I've gotten um, just trays with all different types of cookies and like loaf breads and pies like whatever and a lot of times, this is so bad, I just, um, I, get, I definitely give it away. Like, I'll give it to my kids. Um, yeah. Sometimes I'll have a little bit of it, but typically, like, stuff like that is just too much. Um, and if it's, like, if it's packaged, I will actually, I give it to my husband's squadron. Or, yeah, or we used to do, um, when we lived in Colorado Springs and my husband worked on the operations floor, um, we would, he would take stuff to the operations floor to the guys that were working overnight and stuff, or to the gate, gate guards, give them, like I said, if it was like packaged and, you know, just give it to them. Um, yeah, that's probably the, the biggest one is treats like that where you're like oh thank you because it is the thought that counts and I I give like that too so I get it but I'm also like you know that I don't eat that and you know that I work out a lot and (laughs) but that's like what you have going in your head and I'm like why would you give me a freaking cupcake like but you know yeah Yeah, yeah, totally regift, especially like um, chocolates, like the holiday chocolates. You know, they're like in. I yeah, definitely regift them. Or if it's something that one of my kids would like, I put it in their Christmas stocking. Perfect. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, tell. Nobody tell. <laughs> Nobody tell. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I do. What about you? Has that ever happened? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's happened. Um, there's been times that I will just, like, completely guiltily eat the entire thing in one sitting. And then there's been times that I'll just re-gift it or give it away yeah. or throw it away. I've thrown things away. And it doesn't feel good, but I'm like, it would be a time when I just, I don't know, whatever dark time in the past that I didn't, like, feel like talking to people or being sociable or something. I don't know. I just have thrown things away for sure. Um, yeah, But I definitely. don't think it's, like, a waste. I think a gift has, you know, that power of being, like, the thought that counts and the giving is what the giver intended to, like, feel good, and that was its purpose. So right. So whatever happens from there, it's okay. I actually learned yeah. that in the, the Mary, uh, in the Mari Kondo, uh, oh my gosh, what's it called? Oh, the Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. Oh, okay, yes, yes. Book. She talks about gift giving. So if you have a, a gift that someone's given you and it's just sitting in like your closet or your storage for the last six years, you could probably let it go because it already served its purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, that was that was a good question. Yeah, I love yeah. The, that's like a great military tip. Maybe yes. you should put that in your book. I should definitely or, actually put that in my book. Yeah. It's so re gift it to the people helpful. that are there at like at the gate. They're just chilling there for forever yeah especially during the holiday season because um, yes. I mean a lot of us military families and active duty like sometimes you're on shift during Christmas or Christmas Eve or you're deployed or you're whatever and so it's nice to give those airmen or soldiers whatever something that kind of brightens their day yeah, so, which is kind of exactly. why we started doing it because we knew what it was like to be alone during the holidays and that's something that um, it's a little tradition we like to do <laughs> like last year this is off not really off topic but last year we went to the dorms on Vandenberg um, and we brought treats for the airmen and hung out with them a little bit in their little rec room or whatever yeah it was super fun um they're really young like it made me feel like old for sure like having kids and these little 18 year olds (laughs) strange strange for sure i remember being in the dorms and getting like valentine's day uh treat packages and like that was such a special time for me i think it happened when i first got to alaska my first base sorry i know we're getting to the closing here just a tiny little story um but uh, like I got there in January um, in Alaska, <laughs> and I was I felt very loved sure. and uh, fresh and new, you know. Yeah. And Valentine's Day came up, and I got a cute little package Aww. outside my door for me and my roommate, of course. And I don't know, it just felt really special, and it definitely helped to lift my spirits. Yeah, so I for can sure. Testify to that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's d- definitely something. Hopefully, that inspires someone to do that this year. Be awesome. For sure. Yeah. Well, this was great. It I was had a fun. Blast. I hope you guys did yes. too. <laughs> yeah, I did for sure. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we'll do it again next week. Yes. Yes. And yeah, hope you guys have an awesome Friday. It's or Thursday. It's Friday Junior. Friday Junior. Friday That's Junior. So yes. Funny you said that. I was cracking up when you told me that. <laughs> yeah, I was super excited. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. All right. Well, until next week, we will see you next week. week. All right. Bye.